Hi, Rabbi Rashi Simon here with a Shabbos message for all my friends at Kesher and beyond. In Parshas Shemos, we read of the birth, upbringing, and early career of Moshe Rabbeinu, the greatest prophet ever. When Moshe sees an Egyptian beating a Hebrew slave, the Torah says, And he looked this way and that, and he saw that there was no man, and he smote the Egyptian, and he buried him in the sand. Rashi explains that Moshe prophetically peered into the future and determined that no righteous person was destined to descend from this brutal slave driver. The following is based on the writings of Rav Yonasan Eibschitz, the 18th century sage who was recently my friend for the year. What difference does it make if a righteous person was destined to descend from this Egyptian rogue? If he was deserving of the death penalty for abusing a Jewish slave, of what relevance is it if he will have righteous descendants? A court does not pardon the sins of a criminal based on the merits of his unborn offspring. But of course, if he was not deserving of the death penalty, the court certainly would not execute him merely because he was not going to have a righteous descendant. The answer lies in the view cited by Rashi that Moshe Rabbeinu killed this Egyptian by invoking the Shem HaMeforash, the ineffable name of God. Why did Moshe utilize this method of execution? From the Rambam, it is apparent that the Egyptian aggressor was liable to death only at the hands of heaven. That is to say, an earthly court would not carry out the death penalty, but would instead leave the matter to the heavenly court to implement, if indeed he is deserving of death. Moshe's use of the Shem HaMeforash was effectively a form of execution bidei shamaim at the hands of heaven. And for the heavenly court, indeed, this is the type of reckoning which the Almighty takes into account when determining if and when to carry out the punishment of death at the hands of heaven. I recall a story from the latter decades of the 20th century. It was the Sheva Brachos of an able and devout student at Lakewood Yeshiva. The Rosh Yeshiva and many of the highly regarded students were there. Just before benching, the grandfather of the Hassan asked for permission to speak. The grandfather of the Hassan was affable and streetwise, but not at all learned. The Hassan's heart sank within him. What is my grandfather going to say? The Rosh Yeshiva are all, are all here. I'm going to be humiliated. But after all, he was the Zaid. It was not possible to say to tell Azeda that he cannot speak at his grandson's Shevabrachos. The elderly man, who was an Eastern European immigrant, got up and spoke. I would like to relate an incident that happened in Lithuania before the war. There was a young boy who attended Cheder. He was a Hevraman. Studious, he was not. One Monday morning, before anyone was in shul, this boy took a goat and put it into the Aron Kodesh. When it came time for Kriya Satora, the Gabbai opened the Aron. Lo and behold, a goat jumped out. The people in Shul were outraged. They traced the criminal act back to this mischievous boy. The Malabit of the Cheder came to the boy's parents and said, This is the last straw. This time your son has gone too far. We are throwing him out. But the boy pushed back. He went to the town Rav and told him, I want to take the Rebbe to a Din Torah and demand that he accepts me back into the Cheder. The Din Torah began. The Rav turned to the boy and said, What is your claim? The boy responded, There is only one Cheder in this town. If I am excluded from this Cheder, what will become of me? 
either I'll go to the gymnasium and get only a secular education and lose all connection to Yiddishkeit, or I will wander the streets, which could be even worse. Either way, my children and all those who follow will also be lost to Judaism. True, perhaps I deserve to be excluded from school. However, can you say that you have looked this way and that way and saw that in the future no person will descend from me? How can you sentence my children and grandchildren to a secular, irreligious life without Torah? The Malamed reluctantly agreed and he accepted the boy back to school. The Zeta continued, I have news for you. I am that boy. I am that mischievous child who put the goat in the shul. Now look at my grandson. Look at this prodigy. You never know what might come out from someone. Moshe Rabbeinu had prophetic foresight. He could look this way and that and see that there was no man destined to emerge from him. But the average person can never know whether with his children, students, classmates or peers. Who can say which of us may be like that Litvisha grandfather, once the mischievous boy. Have a wonderful Shabbos.